fresh from the Rusted Culture Podcast. Well, folks, today I want to talk about that election in Virginia. Then we've got a little bit of Ron DeSantis towards the end here. So let's get started. So what happened to this election, folks? And specifically, what happened to the election fraud in Virginia? Where did it go? Where's the election fraud? You know, the Republicans, they pushed back so hard before the election, warning everybody that there was going to be election fraud. Where in the hell is it? Here's Mark Levin. And um, I will tell you now that Terry McAuliffe is preparing to try and steal the election. Oh, my God. Is that right, Mark Levin? Terry McAuliffe is going to steal the election, right? So then here's Newt Gingrich, folks. No, but if it's real, look, if it's first of all, it's a really tight, they'll steal it. So you can't afford to have a really tight election. You know, what is it with these people? This fake election fraud, they pull it out of their AWS when they, when they want to, when they feel it's appropriate. I don't get it. This fake election fraud thing. I mean, let's flush it, folks. Let's just flush it for once and for all. Can we do that with this election? I think we can. You know, if there was an election that was going to have election fraud in it, I think this was close enough to warrant. But uh, it just never ends with these folks. It's a fake issue. And this just forces that home. They just pull it right out when they want to use it, this fake election fraud thing. They just pull it right out of their rear end when they want to get into it and use that as some sort of like cudgel. But it didn't work this time. You know why? Because it's fake. There is no election fraud. They just like having, Republicans like having the sole jurisdiction to push the election fraud narrative when they think it works for them. That's what it's all about. So the other thing I want to talk about is that they're calling this Youngkin win in Virginia. They're calling it a blueprint for future Republican campaigns. A blueprint for future Republican campaigns, which actually means that the blueprint here, folks, is to ban Donald Trump completely from your state, right? If you're a Republican and you're running and you want to try to win, the blueprint is to actually keep him as far away as you possibly can and and away from your campaign. Because if you bring him in, there's a good chance you're going to lose. That's the blueprint, folks. That is the Republican blueprint that they've pulled out of this thing for the future. So it doesn't bode well for for Donald Trump, does it? I mean, it's kind of sad because... All of a sudden, he's like the the leper of the Republican Party. Yeah, we'll talk to you, but you got to stay on the island, right? I mean, literally, on Palm Beach. I mean, that's like the Trump leper colony. We'll talk to you, and you can cheer from the cheap seats, but we don't want you in our state. I mean, it's kind of sad. So, looking forward here, folks... You know, the the Republicans have made an issue out of masks in schools. I mean, it's an incessant, folks. Have a look at this clip. Go ahead. I'm not wearing a mask because you touch it and you have germs on your hand, and then you put it on your face and breathe in all the germs. That's right. So, so I don't know about you, but I'm so tired of people like Ron DeSantis. 
using the mask mandate and wearing masks as a sort of cudgel, right? A populist cudgel. And just yesterday, folks, the CDC recommended that the vaccination was something we could give to children between the ages of 5 and 11, right? They just recommended this yesterday. So the best case here would be to get the kids vaxxed so that we can at some point here, when it makes sense, we can we can relax the mask mandates in schools, again, where it makes sense, so that we can take this ish, this issue of wearing masks in schools, which they have turned into this political football, so that we can take that away from them, right? I mean, that's the state of politics right now. Non-issues. But that's how that's how they plan to win. They don't want to talk about the real stuff, right? They just want to talk about these non-issues. I mean, another fake issue here is critical race theory. I'd like to hear from one kid that can say to me that critical race theory is actually being pushed in schools because it's not. And it's another fake issue. So once we get the Republicans away from these fake issues like masks, election fraud, and CRT, folks, then we can start talking about issues that most Americans really care about, issues that affect their pocketbooks. And I really think this win in Virginia is going to help move the needle on getting legislation passed in D.C. that's going to do just that. So that's part of the problem here. I mean, all along, Democrats talked about how important this legislation was, and then they just sat on their hands and bickered about it between each other. That legislation is what really matters. It's going to make a difference in Americans' lives. Let's force Republicans to debate why we shouldn't help Americans shift the narrative away from fake issues into real issues that actually help Americans. But in closing here, folks, I just want to bring this clip to your attention. This is kind of an interesting clip. Again, it's one of my favorites here, Ron DeSantis, uh, the chucklehead that he is, governor of Florida. And have a listen to this. So he's talking about this chant in a sort of gleeful way, right? The Let's Go Brandon chant. So have a listen to this. And, and like, you know, you have the media, they're hand-wringing over this. Um, but, you know, it was at a NASCAR race, and they're doing an interview with a driver. I guess his name was Brandon. And the crowd starts chanting very colorful language about Joe Biden. And it was obvious that, that they were doing. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. First of all, they said way worse about Trump for four years. We know that. Um, but so they're chanting this. And so you have a reporter from NBC who knows that's what they're saying. And she's trying to cover for Biden. So she says, yeah, they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. And that was a lie. And it was a lie. And so the, this chant, I think, has taken on a life of its own because it exposes uh, the dishonesty of these corporate reporters and what they do every day to try to lie. And so now you see it. So ha, 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 right? A lot of, lot of funny talk going on there, right? What this is really about, when I hear that chant, let's go, Brandon, you know what I hear? I hear, how do you actually say you're still hurt over losing the election without actually saying that you're still hurt over losing the election, folks. That's what it's really all about. It has nothing to do with the press. It's all about being hurt over losing the election. So Biden ate their lunch 
And this is their little chant to kind of make them feel better about it. So, folks, that's what I've got for you today. I want to thank you for tuning in. And until next time. This Flash Briefing was brought to you by the Rest and Culture Podcast. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play, or wherever you find your podcast. Thanks for listening.